Welcome to Real Talk for Real Teachers. I'm Dr. Becky Bailey, the creator of Conscious Discipline. I'm an expert in education, child development, and lifelong teacher and learner. For those listening who are not aware of Conscious Discipline, you need to stop right now and just Google us. So go to the website. But in addition, just so you know, it's a comprehensive, brain-based, trauma-informed, social-emotional learning program. And it's unique in the sense that it integrates school climate, classroom management, and self-regulation into one seamless system. A lot of people think with Conscious Discipline, because the title is Conscious Discipline, that it's not a social-emotional learning program. It indeed is one. It's very comprehensive, but we are proud that we integrate those three things under one umbrella. Today, we'll be joining Jim Oley, a master certified instructor with Conscious Discipline for, oh my gosh, almost 20 years now, and Lindsay Merrick, a principal of a charter school in Tallahassee. They're going to be discussing how Conscious Discipline worked within their charter school system and share with us that process, that journey, and those successes. Let's listen in. I'm joined today by Lindsay Merrick. Thank you so much for joining me today, Lindsay. We're here to talk a little bit about, you started a charter school, uh, or a principal, administrator at a charter school. Tell me a little bit about the history of your charter. Sure, so we, um, we the school is actually a replica, my school is a replication of another charter in Tallahassee. And um, it it's, uh, was founded in 1999, and then five years ago, it was a, a, maybe a few more than that, they decided that they were going to open a replication site. So um, we, they, the first step in opening the replication site was getting an approval from the Department of Education. Um, and we, um, then the next, their next step was finding an administrator to go on that crazy journey of opening a charter school. Um, so the, that's kind of how our school, our specific charter school came to be in existence. Um, it was a replication, which is a little bit easier of a process than going ahead and opening a brand new charter school. Um, uh, so, but that's kind of where, how we got to where we are. Where it started. And so when, when the charter originated then in 1999, mm -hmm. um, they had a mission statement. And so uh, how did you guys happen upon the deciding conscious discipline to be the social emotional curriculum for you guys to use for your charter? Sure. So for many years, they um, had dabbled in conscious discipline, the original campus mm -hmm. um, dabbled in it. And they actually had Dr. Becky Bailey come many, many years ago to their school. They've had a few trainers come, um, but it was a, it was um, very um, classroom specific. So there were some classrooms that were using it in their schools uh, or in their classrooms. Um, and then there were some classrooms that were just kind of doing their own thing. And our, our, that charter kind of allowed for that to happen. Mm -hmm. And so when, um, when, I got a job there um, in 2009, I believe it was. Um, the school offered to send me to CD1. So I went to CD1 that summer, uh, came back, and started implementing in my classroom. And for seven So you were a teacher in the charter? I was a in teacher. In the original charter? At the original oh, charter okay. school. Um, mm -hmm. And then um, I implemented in the classroom for many years. And then 
uh, a new principal took over and decided that they were interested in implementing school-wide. They saw what was happening in the classrooms that were doing conscious discipline with fidelity and decided that they wanted to um, implement school-wide. So um, we kind of started that journey on that campus. And then a few years later, the opportunity to replicate the school came up. Um, I was uh, chosen as the principal of that school, and then we launched into, when I, when I took that on, I said, we're doing this school-wide. Um, and so after that happened, our board, our board that oversaw both of the schools, is separate from the Leon County School Board, um, so you have two school boards? We have, well, we have, there's the Leon County School Board, which oversees the district of Leon County. And then our board has its own board of directors. So we have, as a charter school, we have a contract with Leon County Schools that allows us to operate in their district. So we're still technically a public school. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to follow any mandates that come down from the Department of Education that are, you know, the Florida Standards Assessment, Um, the Florida standards, um, but we have autonomy to choose uh, curriculum. We have autonomy to choose um, our, we have our own policies, we have our own procedures. Um, And so we had the autonomy to say we are going to use conscious discipline, which is not the same social emotional program that our district uses. I see. And so how do you where do you pull your children from? So you're in Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. So how do you get your population? We are um, lottery-based, so parents, we're considered a school of choice, Um, so parents have to apply to... um, Any parent? To any parent. In Leon County. In Leon County. um, Can apply to to attend the charter charter school, and then the school runs a random lottery, um, and the students that get drawn from the lottery are offered enrollment and can enroll. Um, so really, we, we get students from all over the district. So most schools are, you know, you have your neighborhood schools, so it's all of the children in that little neighborhood. Um, and for our school, they're, they come from everywhere. They come from all over the district. So. And you've been in existence how many years? Uh, we're going into our fifth year. So we opened in 2015. So tell us about, um, academically, mm-hmm. have you seen... Um, a difference as a result of the implementation of conscious discipline. Absolutely. And some really cool data came out this past year. Um, we, so we opened up in 2015 kindergarten through second grade. So our students did not take the, the mm-hmm. standardized test for this, the Florida Standards Assessment. They don't start taking that until third grade. So um, the, the year after we opened, so in our 16-17 school year, mm-hmm. our, stu- our third graders, mm-hmm. who were second graders when we opened, mm-hmm. took the test for the first time. Um, and we, we earned an A that year. Um, but what's even more powerful, I think, is watching the trend of that, that, those students. So this past year, this year mm-hmm. our third grade reading scores came out. And um, we had, uh, so those, the third graders that took the test this year were kindergartners when we first opened. So they Uh were with us kindergarten, first, second, and third. Um, And they scored the highest in the district for reading proficiency of the third. So of all of the elementary schools in our district, we had 91% of our students on grade level or above. And you're pulling from the entire district. So you're not pulling from just 
a, a more affluent area Correct. or a more at-risk area, you really have a, a smorgasbord of, yes. of kids. If you mapped out the home zone schools of uh -huh. all of our kids, it's all over the map. Wow. So. so tell me a little bit about the success that you've had with Conscious Discipline. What would you attribute um, the success your, your school-wide implementation um, has permeated the building and the classrooms mm -hmm. are, are a little different? So your classrooms have how many students to how many teachers? Yes. So we have, um, we have 26 students in a classroom approximately, but we have two certified teachers in the classrooms. So that's kind of what's more specific to our charter. Mm -hmm. um, that is a part of our charter is that we have um, two teachers in every classroom. Um, and then we're also multi-age. So oh. kindergarten and first grade are together in the same classroom. Second and third grade, fourth and fifth so grade. So children stay with um, a teacher for two years. Yes. So they have that continuity of so having the, the same teacher for two years. And then the other piece is it doesn't take as long for us to build school family because we have half of the children who mm -hmm. were a school family the previous year mm -hmm. coming back. Mm -hmm. and, so that and soil so, of yeah. school family is built so quickly. Yep. What would you attribute the success that you've had with Conscious Discipline? Is it uh, how you've rolled it out? Is it that you've sent folks to CD1? Is it um, you know, that you've just been able to maintain staff? What would you say is our, our two or three of the real success pieces? Sure, I think it's a combination and I'll, I'll kind of walk through what I, when I reflect on the process, what held us together and what um, helped us to be successful. So when we opened in 2015, we, it was, um, it was, I, I, I always attribute it to the brain states. It was our survival state year, uh -huh, right? We uh -huh. were, it was just survival mode. Uh -huh. um, we opened with, we had five weeks. Like when we found out we were getting the building, we had five weeks to launch our opening. Um, so it was a survival state year. It was just keeping our head above water. And really it was just coming up for air when we had time. <laughs> um, and I um, worked with a, uh, we worked with a certified instructor, Nicole Mercer, uh -huh. um, and she helped us to kind of lay out our plan for the year. And, and the main goal was building staff family. Mm -hmm. So that first year, we just built staff family. We worked really hard on keeping our staff connected. Um, and truthfully, that's what held us afloat that first year. It was mm -hmm. a really hard year, lots of challenging behavior, because if you think about students um, in second grade, whose parents are willing to make the switch in second grade, right. they were likely not successful in their first school. Right. Um, so we, for some of our second graders, we were their third school. Wow. So we had like really big behaviors that year. Mm -hmm. It was a humbling experience. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but really just focusing on building the staff family that first year. Um, and then the next year we uh, upgraded to our emotional state. And then, you know, year three and beyond, I, we really felt like we were, the staff was executive. We had very little staff turnover that first year, which was a miracle, uh -huh. <laughs> which I, I attribute it solely to building that staff family. Um, and, so you had uh, Nicole, she yep. came in, set the chart, kind of the, the plan for you guys. Yes. And what else do you feel like helped you have so much success? Yes. Um, we prioritized sending our staff to CD1. So I was kind of writing down the list of teachers who have attended, and we've got approximately 35 full-time staff members on our campus, so teaching mm -hmm. staff, instructional staff. 
Um, and this year, 19 of them will have, have already attended CD1. And, and CD1 is the institute, just in case yes, anybody's listening that doesn't institute. know. The Summer yes. Institute, that's a seven-day institute yes. where you really are immersed in the culture of yes. conscious discipline. And so 19 of your 35 yes. have attended. Yes, so this past year we were able to have one, at least one teacher, so we have two in every classroom, at least one of them in every classroom had attended CD1. Oh, wow. So they had that full exposure. Um, I, in that I, I really can't emphasize enough the importance of getting your staff, um, you know, feeding them. So did you send um, your stars or did you send the ones that you were like, oh my gosh, these guys have got to get, get some professional development because they are pulling our class, our you know, school right, down. Right, no, we went with our transformers. So um, the, the teachers that were, um, that were, you know, doing it in their classrooms, that were excited about it, that were wanting to be on our conscious discipline action team, that were just, you, you can just tell, mm -hmm. you know, I think, and as principals, we, you, you tend to kind of go, well, you need some professional development. Uh -huh. and, and that's not, I don't recommend that at all. I recommend sending the transformers, those, those teachers that are going to take it and run with it. Mm -hmm. um, and that has really paid off. Yeah. And I remember you saying and sharing something about some wonderful things that you've done with your parents. Mm -hmm. So how, that is a hard thing for schools to get parents engaged. So yeah. what have you done? Yeah. So I, like I said, the, it was our executive state year, probably year three was when we really felt like we were in a space where we could kind of pay it forward and give back to um, people outside of just the, 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 the school doors. And our, um, just by modeling it, I think, and for just them seeing it being done in their classrooms and, you know, we would, um, our new, whenever we would have a new student orientation or open house, we would open with a brain smart start mm -hmm. and have greeters at the door and we treated it like a school family. Mm -hmm. um, and then our parents really took to it. So our PTA decided that they wanted to have a school family name and they named themselves Wings and um, they start their PTA meetings with greeters at the door and they make a commitment when they come in the door and they, when we do a brain smart start at our PTA meetings, which is really neat. So wow. the pay it forward process has been really cool. And I know you're also working with um, some other schools now yeah. in the district. So yeah. talk about that. Yes, so um, Hartsfield Elementary is another school that's looking to um, adopt a conscious discipline and they're in their, they're in their um, second year of implementation. And they, um, we, uh, Dr. Flanagan, their principal and I, we formed a really awesome bond and just we're excited to get our schools connected because we do have their, they, we have, we're located in different parts of the city mm -hmm. and so we serve a different demographic. Um, they, we've connected with their school family. We had a staff meet and greet and, um, and then we had some of their teachers come over and just spend a day in our classrooms. Oh, and how wonderful. I was able to kind of point out which rooms were a little bit farther along in their journey, which ones just came from CD1 that summer, mm -hmm. so they could see the different stages of where people were in their journey. Um, but it's so, you know, as teachers, it's so nice to see it happening, mm -hmm. um, which is what's great about the Summer Institute, too, because you live it, you know, right. you, you're immersed in it. 
Um, and then just I've had a couple we've had a couple other schools in our area reach out to say, hey, we heard you guys are doing cool things. We'd love to come see. And we're, you know, we had a school come from Pasco County this past year to say wow. we want to see what you guys are doing. And so we arranged for them. They came up and stayed in a hotel and brought their admin team. And, and once and your toured. staff really begins to share their story and their yeah. experiences, then it deepens certainly their knowledge. I mean, we know that when, you know, to teach it, you really have to, to know it at Live a different it, level. Yeah. And so what a wonderful way to continue your staff on their journey. Um, because if you've been doing it for some of your staff that have been with you from origination, yes. right? From mm -hmm. the very beginning. And yeah. so, and have you added, so now you are kindergarten through? Sixth. This year will be sixth grade. So okay. And we'll grow to eighth. Oh, you will grow to yep. eighth. So you will continue yep. to grow. And so every year, you really have to have a lot of welcoming rituals, a lot of, yep. because you're it's hiring, yep. hiring new folks and having more, um, you know, folks coming in. So that, and so when children come, then they, they stay as the school then extends. And then if they're there, do their siblings have an opportunity to come or how, is that still the lottery? Yes, so we, there, there are, um, the, our policy state that our um, siblings have priority. So if there's a spot, siblings have first priority. Um, and so if, a, if, a, you know, if we have a child who has a, a second grader who has a kindergarten sibling, they're, the kindergartners know that they're, they're going to be coming in too. So we do have that continuity. And so do you get any feedback from parents um, who have had other experiences or just what do parents say about um, the conscious discipline and um, you know, energy and environment in, of your building? Um, our parents are always shocked by um, that they actually, that they see the principal, that they, the principal's got a smile on her face, <laughs> um, that we're, um, we just, we do it a little bit differently and, and we talk a lot about, you know, problem solving and, and at open house from the get go, we open, we, we state, you know, if, if you, if there's something going on, if you've got a question about something, just let us know. We, you know, we're we're very open. We're visible. We try to be visible, as mm -hmm. visible as we can be mm -hmm. in the hallways. And um, the we we get a lot of great feedback from families who ha who come to us in the you know when students come to us in the older grades, they've been in other public schools, mm -hmm. um, you know, for their early years mm -hmm. in elementary school, and in. Um, I, I have set up a little ritual with those students that they have lunch with me that first week of school so that I can get to know them and hear mm -hmm. what their experience was like. And even on the first week of school, the, the kids are able to articulate. It's just different. Wow. You know, we don't, we don't talk the way that you guys talk at my old school. And, and my teacher told me we don't get in trouble, that we, you know, that we have oopses and we, you know, it's important that we learn from them and make a plan to be successful. The, the, they identify the language. And, and then we have um, a lot of parents who have shared with us about their children's anxiety about going to school, about testing and mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, the bullying experiences that they've had. And it's that they're, they have a different experience mm -hmm. when they come to our schools. Their children's anxiety levels drop. Um, you know, we've, we've heard that a lot. Wow. So what would you say, uh, you know, to any principal, charter or not charter, um, what is the biggest hurdle when implementing? Mm -hmm. 
Um, the biggest hurdle with implementing is, um, well, and I don't necessarily know if it's the biggest hurdle, but it's a hurdle that we've come across, and that's funding. Mm, so as, as specifically for charter schools, too. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we um, it's, it's, it's a challenge. Um, and we have, we are not a wealthy charter school by any means. Um, but it's it's all about priorities, and um, so our PTA fundraises um, uh, does a fundraiser specifically to send staff members to CD1. Wow. So they choose one fundraiser that they do at the end of the year, and the proceeds from that fundraiser go towards sending as many people as they can aff- afford, afford from s- that fundraiser to CD1. Wow! So that is exciting that your PTA is so behind you. What do you think inspired them to, to, to realize um, what a gift it would be to offer that to the teachers? How, how did you help them find that as a... Sure. Um, so our, I, like I mentioned, the, our first year was a little bit rocky. We had, um, you know, it was rocky in all, all aspects and we really didn't have um, that uh, insight yet to to build the connection with our with our PTA because we were just in survival Mm -hmm. mode so Mm -hmm. it wasn't really until year two um, that we started uh, just building a connection with our PTA and saying um, my admin team we met regularly so we met at least once a month with the PTA leadership so the president Uh the vice president and any really anybody who wanted to come to the meeting with Uh admin Uh and we um, we kind of came up with some agreements for how we wanted our relationship to be because year one was hard. Um, and so we kind of laid a foundation with our our admin leadership and the PTA leadership and said, here's how we want things to go. Um, and, and that really built a bridge um, for them to say, how can we help you? And, and, and then for us to say, how can we help you? How can we help support you? And so those conversations really started to flow between the, the two leadership teams. And, you know, we meeting regularly, staying connected, open communication, our priorities. You know, they wanted to support. Mm-hmm. They, they loved the mission. They loved what we were doing. They chose the school for their children. Um, and so they wanted to do whatever they could do to support. And so when they asked what our priorities were as, ad- as administrators, we were able to say, you know, we don't have the funding to send our people to conscious discipline. Is this something that you guys could fundraise for? And they were masterful fundraisers. Like they came up with all kinds of creative ways to uh-huh. fundraise. Um, and they were willing, you know, they were, they were super willing. And, um, you know, we had initially said the goal was one to send one person. Um, and then it grew to two and then it grew to whatever we can, we did an end of the year spring carnival and whatever funding, how many ever staff members they could send, they gave the money for. And so how many did you, were you able to send this year? Well, this summer with PTA funds, we were able to send two, and then we had some professional development funds from the state that uh-huh. we were able to send as well. So how so many folks do you have this summer attending? Total, we have 10 because wow. we had some people that came back as helpers. Some, how some staff members wonderful. that are growing in their journey that came back as helpers. So Well, this has been so helpful. I know yeah. that you've helped so many people. 
understand, first of all, charters and the road that you have taken to have so much success. We're so proud of you. We're so glad Thank that you. you've had the academic success, but more than any of the academic success, we're glad that you're raising um, brilliant children who are going to be able to solve problems and, and navigate through um, tough waters. So Thank wonderful you. job. Thanks Thank so much, you, Lindsay. Jill. Thank you. Thank you, Jill and Lindsay, for sharing your discussion with all of us. I love how your PTA jumped on board and participated in funding conscious discipline and how you built a conscious discipline bridge between the administration team and the PTA leadership team. Very brilliant. So what's Becky up to? Well, I just finished a new chapter in an upcoming new child therapy book that will be coming out soon. It's on baby doll circle time and how to use that in a therapeutic environment. I will keep you posted when, once the book is released and I'll let you all know in case that's something of interest to you. So what are we celebrating? Well, it took mm, a long time and many people, but we're now a certified woman-owned business. And we're actually part of the Women Business Enterprise National Council. And the exciting thing is that we're part of a group, uh, a growing group, and the second part is, it took a lot to get this done. So yay for our team. So until next time, I wish you well. For more episodes of Real Talk with Real Teachers by Dr. Becky Bailey, visit ConsciousDiscipline.com forward slash podcasts. You can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app.